All right, the news is that the coach, I believe, is at Or Tambo International, Stuart Baxter. Good evening. Good evening, Robert. You heading off somewhere? I'm laughing a little bit because I was listening to your insert before. So. <laughs> yeah, we have to we have yeah. to start it on a high, and unfortunately, it it had to do with the yes, goalkeeper, with uh, which you've pronounced that he's not going to be playing uh, in Afcon. We don't think so. There's, we we shouldn't we shouldn't be holding holding false hope. I think it would be a a minor miracle if he if he could make it. But okay, let's let's wait and see. Time maybe is a healer. What's the prognosis coming through, though, from the medical uh, department? No, it's more, it's more or less, it's more or less what we see. That it's it's who's joining training as an extra man outfield player, because the 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 actual goalkeeping part of throwing himself around and uh, their fear that that will damage it even more, and it's not healed yet. So we can't put a time on it unfortunately so uh, all we know is that he's not doing goalkeeping work and that at this point is is uh, it's a, it's getting very late in the day so but in terms of the other players that you you earmarking those Stuart, everybody seems to be okay it's still fair game for all the players no serious injuries barred that that we're talking about now of kune no, we've got uh, we've got uh, the ones that had the injuries. Keegan Dolly, Bongani Zungu are back in full training and are playing. Are play, they're getting some game time. So we hope that that will be more and more, so that we we don't have a mountain to climb when they come on camp. That we've just got a short, sharpen them up a little bit, and they'll be uh, they'll be ready to go. So the lads that have had those injuries are, are okay. It is probably the only one that we're at this moment and there's a lot of football left to go, Robert, but uh, we hope that we hope that there'll be uh, a full squad and full complement of players to select from. Just in terms of your own technical team, though, um, the issue around the former Bafana Bafana player, Mark Fish, coming in as an opposition mm. match analyst, is that finalised, Stuart? Uh, it's finalising as much as Mark wants to and we want to. There's no, there's no official document written yet. I don't think, Robert. But uh, we've looked, we've looked at, uh, looked at a lot of options, and we think asking people that are already, already coaching in clubs is, is a little bit uh, not embarrassing. But I think it's going to, it's a little bit of a difficult one to fly. Uh, could be feel, could feel a little bit below them for, for the coaching. That's in, in, in question, and it, and it could be a little bit of a difficult one to sort of find a level. So, we think Mark, we want we want to try and get the uh, the stars of the past involved, and we want to we want to create this role going forward for Mark. And that's one of the things. It, it's not just for Afcon. We want this players player support, uh, if you want, officer. That, uh, that could come and meet, go to clubs, meet the players, see how they are, go abroad, do the same there. Uh, and people know Mark. Mm. So Mark's reputation opens a few doors that not many in South Africa get opened. And, and when would you want him to begin? Uh, would this be immediately well, and also just uh, yeah, looking well, at the opposition ahead of the AFCON? Yeah, well, we wanted to, we wanted to go down to Kostafa first because we wanted him to be alongside Malafia a little bit and just check out what we do and how we prepare for games and what sort of things he will then be looking for on his tick list if we say, listen, we're playing uh, we're playing Namibia, uh, we need you to go and watch Morocco versus uh, Ivory Coast. 
this are the, these are the things that you will be looking for. You know, someone, someone at the press conference today said, you know, shouldn't you get a coach to do that? But if I, if I give you the best two scouts in, in the UK, uh, or let's say in Germany, I'm guaranteeing you that those two scouts wouldn't be able to coach Bayern Munich and Dortmund or Manchester City. So it's, it's a different job. And I think you learn that job by, one, having a clear picture of what are you actually looking for, and two, having a good footballing brain. And I think that Mark can get both of those uh, very, very quickly. And just in terms of the Kosafa, I mean, you, you spelt it out at the press conference again that um, it, it won't be the same players uh, that'll be going to AFCON, but then the door will not be shut on those that will be uh, playing the Kosafa for eligibility yeah. if they put their hands up and with the great performance. Yeah, I think what we've tried to do is to is to make the make the Kosafa fit into uh, a program that benefits South Africa and not just we take part in a tournament for the sake of it. You know, we're trying to make sure that, one, this is a little bit of development for a few players that we want we want to get more international caps into, but two, that there is a door open that will be about, I'm guessing, around eight-ish uh, places up for grabs. So we want the players that play Kosafa to know that and we want them to, to go into it in that, with that in their mind. And just in terms of the uh, the assistant again, I mean, I was just talking around the technical team. Uh, I know that you were unable to secure Quinton Fortune uh, with that. So, who who do you take then long term with you as far as the assistant role is concerned? Well, Malefi, Malefi's done a great job for us. Malefi Seki's done a very he's done a very good job. He's got a, he's got a, a a very good personality around the players. He's not afraid of saying yes or no in terms of what he thinks we should do. And, uh, and and on the field, he understands exactly what we're, what, we're, what we're looking to achieve. So I've got no qualms in having him moving forward. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not a problem, not a problem. Tell me a bit more about Joel Untes here, um, a player that I believe you're going to be heading yeah. off to see. Uh, is that in Switzerland, right? Yeah, I'm going to make a final check on him. Uh, Joel is a player that we've been trying to get cleared for, for a while uh, and it's come to the level where I need to see him and make a final call on him. One of the, one of the journos asked me, is it, is it a good idea to be bringing in people at such a late date? And that's a good question because if, if you do bring someone in, then they've got to add value. And I don't want to just bring someone in because he's got a nice CV. So I need to look at him now. I need to assess him and compare him to what we've got. And then also, if we bring him in, know that there is a job there to be done to to sort of gel in with the other boys and uh, and so his character and his uh, his desire to be with Bafana Bafana will be important for us. He's obviously somebody that you would have scouted before. What are the qualities though that he brings as far as defending is concerned? Maybe just tell us a bit more about you know his position and 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 where he would be vital for Bafana Bafana. Well, Joel is Joel is a basically a Juventus player that's been out on loan. So he played two years under, under Conte at, uh, at Juventus. So you can imagine his defensive schooling is, uh, is quite good. So distances and things like that, he does it quite nicely. And then he's, he's, he's pretty good going forward. So over the halfway line, he's got, he's got uh, quite a good eye for combination play and crossing. So 
He's uh, he's playing now at FC Zurich. He's been on loan to Empoli and played in the in the Serie B. And uh, I think it was Chievo he was also at and, uh, at one stage. So he's been on loan and played games at a lot of a lot of good clubs. So I saw him playing. Uh, the last time I saw him play was for FC Zurich versus Napoli in the Europa League. Now that's that's good company. They lost two one, and he had quite a good game. I'm not saying that he walked straight into our team, but I'm saying that if if we get our ducks in a row and we and we do it properly, then I think he adds a little bit of depth to our squad. Any other player that you'll be going to have a look at while you are on your European tour? Yes, I'll be going to see uh, Liam Jordan. Uh, that's a little bit in cooperation with David Natwani. That uh, Liam's not been selected for the first the first leg, and with our thinking is if I look at him and have a chat to him to take him to Kosata and then uh, he puts his hand up then for David to to play in the second leg that's in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, obviously the preparations are at a, at a high level now, uh, Stuart, ahead of, mm. ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations and, you know, the abilities and you're watching different players, you know, for example, watching Rivaldo Coutier uh, play for Sundowns. And yeah, how, yeah, I mean, how how important is that that let's say Coach Pitsum Simane decides to use him in more of a midfield position midfield. as opposed to what he was doing more of a defensive uh, player, and he goes on to win man of the match. Well, I think that just that just shows that uh, Rivaldo is a talented boy. Uh, you want your centre backs to be able to come out with the ball, and uh, and. A player, for example, like John Stones, does that for City. And Pep sometimes pushes him into midfield and allows him to play a little more holding role, but knowing knowing that he doesn't give the ball away a lot. So uh, Pito's smart and he knows and he knows how to utilise his squad. If we have a Rivaldo, I think we'd use him as a centre-back. But the, 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 uh, the benefits of playing in midfield for, for Pito... Would be uh, would be still found in his building the game from the back in a in a normal back four. So I'm I'm not I've got nothing against it. I think this is just great experience for the lad. Yeah, no. and 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 all, a lot of South Africans have been heading off to Dubai, but for different reasons that we won't um, engage in. Um, but for the benefit of our conversation, you're going to be heading off to Dubai with the national team. You, you've got games against Ghana and Nigeria. Would you want to elaborate a bit more, though? Because I, I would imagine that it's got something to do with the the climate, the weather. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, the Kosafa the Kosafa group. We'll start around the 26th, and then we've got around the end of the month a group with me in Joburg uh, of more senior players that have had a hard season. And then after Kosafa is finished, they will the lads from Kosafa will join us. Uh, we'll have a couple of days, and then we will go on to uh, to Dubai, <clears throat> where we will acclimatise to the heat. It's a few degrees higher in. Uh, Dubai than Egypt, and if we can acclimatise to that, then we drop into Egypt. It should feel quite, it should feel quite comfortable, as long as we don't burn the lads out by training midday every day. I think we can, uh, we can do that nicely, and it will give us a bit of an edge. We'll also play Ghana, as you said, in uh, in Dubai before moving in, and probably playing then one of the northern African teams, Algeria or Tunisia, uh, where I'll play two full teams. They'll play 45 minutes each, so it's our full game. It'll just be enough to sharpen them up 
immediately before the the, the kickoff against Ivory Coast. And, and Stuart, obviously those would be confirmed friendlies. I mean, SAFA have have penned them down. They are part of the program. Ghana's is confirmed. The the other two we have spoken to, they've uh, they've verbally accepted. But you know, the paperwork has to be done, Robertson. I don't want to be the one to say yes, it's confirmed because someone said it's confirmed until the the the, the mail is on uh, is it SAFA House, and we've got we've got. A written confirmation. So the other two are not. And we're looking also for a, a game before we set off for Dubai against Zambia. So a date is a stumbling block a little bit there. We want this and they want that. And we're going to probably haggle and I'm hoping we'll arrive at a, a mutual agreement. All right, obviously plenty of work uh, to be done. And we, we look forward to maybe a bit of feedback, though, when you come back uh, from your trip, Stuart. I'm back on the, the 15th, Robert. I'll go straight into a meeting with the press. Uh, and I believe that we're going to announce the, the Kosafa squad the day after that. Perfect, 100%. Uh, looking forward to that. I think it's an exciting time for the national teams all round. And um, wishing you a safe travel. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Bafana Bafana, Stuart Baxter uh, at the Oartambo International Airport getting ready, uh, obviously, for his uh, trip to Europe. Uh, as he says, he's going to be having a look at a Swiss-based defender, uh, Joel Untersier, uh, who's believed to be very, very close to finalizing his paperwork uh, to be eligible to play for Bafana Bafana uh, as well. So, yeah, we'll find out, see how good the lad is, has played for Juve. Uh, and has got all the experience uh, that is needed in the world.